Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are family and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Yes, we will, brothers and sisters. And part of making America great again is making America pro-life again. Welcome to Praying for America. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. Today I'm joined by the executive director of Priests for Life. You've heard me mention her. You may have seen clips of her in different programs. But Janet Morana is here with us, right here from our Priests for Life staff. So good to have you on Praying for America. Great to be here. Our RSBN audience, of course, is, is, is here. Uh, plus great audiences on other platforms. And you've met a lot of these yes, uh, people have. yourself, too. So um, I, I wanted to have uh, Janet on the program today. We've got a special clip to show you from our uh, illustrious uh, <laughs> vice president, vice president uh, Harris, yes. um, that we're going to get to in a, in a moment. But first, as always, we'll do our scripture and our prayer. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the Biden-Harris administration have launched this abortion tour this is so, so ridiculous. And, and of course, we'll get into the reason why they're doing this. And I also want to talk to you about some more momentum with Trump endorsements within our pro-life community in particular. And uh, we also want to talk about the weaponization that the Biden administration continues to carry out against peaceful, prayerful citizens. We're going to give you some examples of that within our pro-life movement as well. So let's go to the Word of God. Okay. And I want to go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady, he will not be afraid, until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely, he has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever, his horn is exalted in glory. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Let us pray. Father, we see in our nation, to your praise and glory. Many, many righteous people who seek your will, who rejoice in your law, and who delight in you, as this psalm says, praising you and living according to your ways. But Lord, we also see in our nation and even in the highest positions of our government, people who have embraced wickedness and who gnash their teeth and are angry when the ways of the just prevail. 
They are angry at those who have increased the freedom of America. They get angry at those who have blessed our nation with greater security and a better economy and in so many ways the defeat of terrorism and the increase of America on the world stage, security of our border, all these things that Lord God under our previous president, we have seen blessings that have come from you and yet the wicked gnash their teeth and are angry. Lord God, we ask your blessing today on America. We ask your blessing on each of us that we may see clearly that all our fellow citizens may see clearly that the choice before us is one of good versus evil. The choice before us is one of blessings versus curses. The choice before this nation, the choice before every voter is a choice of life or death. The path of life the path of your will and your commandments and your truth or the path of death the lies of the devil killing of the innocent and the ways of sin bless us lord bless america we renew our devotion to you today and we rejoice in your promise for tomorrow we pray through christ our lord amen you know, those psalms are always powerful. They can, really you can are. apply them to everything going on in uh, in our country today. And as you suggested to me, uh, we should show our audience, they may have seen it on social media already, but one of the things going on in our country today is this abortion tour. I mean, can you, I, can I you call, think of anything more disgusting? I call it the lying tour. It's a lying tour. Because Kamala Harris and Biden are both going around the country preaching how wonderful abortion is and they're lying to the American people. Now, I presume that on the <laughs> buses that they bring or, you know, the podiums that they set, they, they show pictures of an abortion, right? No, they don't. They don't even mention the baby. They just talk you about see, now, this women's is... rights and reproductive health. Now, those are the words that spew out of their mouths and how women are going to get thrown in jail, doctors are going to get thrown in jail, how, how poor, poor, oh, how terrible. Yeah, but what about no the rights. baby, right? But and of they, course, they, I was they, asking that question sarcastically because we know the last thing they want to do. They see, want, they, see, here's the no, thing. They don't want to talk about the baby right. and they don't want to talk about abortion. And this is the really? hypocrisy. And I brought this up to our audience before that they're putting abortion front and center. I'm going to talk about the reason for that in a moment before we watch the clip. But they're bringing abortion front and center, pretending to talk about it. Right. But they're not really talking about no. it. Because they don't show. I mean, why wouldn't if you're if you're going on an abortion tour? And you're you so think this proud is so of great. what you're doing. Well, then show a picture. And you think of it. it's good. Show a picture of it. No. No, they won't. They don't show abortion. They won't even read a description of it. No. And that's why we want to challenge our friends. They, if they're at town halls, especially, you can get up, you can read the quote from the medical textbook about how abortion dismembers and decapitates the, the baby. And they should read that quote and they should say, uh, you know, uh, like is Harris. That is, that, is, is that what you mean? Is that when what you, you say? Mean? When you say, just tell us what you're supporting. Right. What is it that you're supporting? Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're going to say, oh, we're supporting women's health. We're supporting women's freedom. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're in favor of that just as much as you are. Right. Don't start to say that. I thought you were had an abortion. It's not a freedom tour. It's not a, a, a constitutional no, rights tour. It's, it's an abortion. A, it's gonna... a killing baby tour. That's what it really is. Well, killing that's the what baby. abortion is. That's okay. what it is. Now, why are they doing this? Okay, why are they doing this? 
It's not because of abortion is such a great thing. They don't want the American people thinking and talking about what? Abortion. The open border. Oh, the open border, yes. <laughs> the inflation. Right. The disastrous uh, state of crime in our cities. And what about the world just falling apart? Falling apart. Which would not, never have happened under President Trump. No. The In other words, the disastrous Biden policies. Right. They want to distract the voters from that. Because the more the voters think about how bad things are in the world, how bad things are in America, and how bad things are down at the grocery store and the gas station and, and at our local park where we don't feel safe, mm -hmm. then the more they're going to say we need a change. We right. need new leadership, right? But if they can distract the American people from all the garbage that's going on right. and hold up this shiny red object, oh, look here, abortion rights, abortion rights. That's how they think they're going to get right. more voters. So let's take a look. Want to look at the clip? Yeah. All right. So tell, look, tell us, where does this come from now, this clip? Well, she was, she was on one of her tours. Uh, uh, the abortion tour. Abortion tour. Okay. And then I guess someone from her staff or somebody, because they were so proud of what she said, put it out there on social media. Of course. Okay. All right. So let's see. Let's take a look. Vice President. Liar, liar, Kamala. Here we go. The former president oh handpicked three Supreme Court justices because he intended for them to overturn Roe. He intended for them to take your freedoms. And it is a decision he brags about. A couple weeks ago, he said that for years, quote, they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated, but he said, quote, I did it, and I'm proud to have done it. Proud? Proud? Proud that women across our nation are suffering? Proud that women have been robbed of a fundamental freedom? Proud that doctors could be thrown in prison? for caring for their patients, that young women today have fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers? How dare he? So, well, the, the, the very first thing here is, you've been to Trump rallies, right? Right. You've heard all the noise at the Trump rally? Did you hear the noise at hers? Oh, yeah. Oh, where were the people? Was like, where, 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 where was where the crowd the cheering her yeah, on? Yeah. There was just a... Oh, yes. they, they, I think they had that. Uh, I think they had that meeting in a telephone booth. They uh, must have. Yeah, they yeah, must yeah. have. So that's the first yeah. point. It wasn't right. a big crowd right. screaming and yelling and whooping for her. But there were lies from A to Z. First of all, President Trump was very clear. He put out a list while he was uh, running. Of yes. Here's here's the only list. only candidate to do that. Here's right. here's the people I would I would choose. To nominate. To nominate. Nominate. What does he mean by handpick? Hand the pick. president doesn't pick, pick a person and drop him drop into him the into seat the in the Supreme Court. Court. No. That's not how it works. They go to the Senate to be confirmed. These 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 justices were just as much chosen by a majority of the senators yes. as they were by President And not Trump. only that, they went through such a grilling on those confirmation hearings. Oh, my goodness. Especially Kavanaugh. Especially Kavanaugh. And, and Amy Coney Barrett, what they mm. put her through, too. Mm. I mean, it was... Crazy the stuff that happened. So, and but the most important thing is when he put out that list, he didn't say, "Here's the list of people I'm going to pick to overturn Roe." He said, "No, no. Here's the list of of judges who are 
conservative judges who respect the Constitution. And when a case comes before them, they will determine it based on our Constitution. In other words, they know the role of the justice. Exactly. See, Amy Coney Barrett, people should go back to the acceptance speech that she gave that was the night that she was sworn in. Uh, people may remember she, she gave in that speech a clear delineation of her job description versus the senators that had just confirmed her. And she pointed out, right. For these senators, you campaign on issues. Right. I mean, people elect you because they believe in your position on abortion or any other issue, right? She says that's the opposite with us. Once we put these robes on, once we go into that court and we sit in that chair, by the way, that is custom made for each of the justices. If you go into the Supreme Court and it's empty and you look at the chairs, they're all different sizes and shapes. And people say, well, how come? They're because they're custom made for each justice. There's a little side point. But she said, when we go there, our policy preferences have to be put aside. Right. Oh, we know this is not how it works in practice, but this is the role of the justice. Put the policy preferences aside and you rule based on the Constitution right. and the mm -hmm. laws as they're All written. Right, so so President Trump believes in that. Right. So that's first lie of Kamala. But, but, let's, but let's say, what, remember what he said in October before he was elected, October of 2016. He was asked the question, do you want to reverse Roe v. Wade? And you know what his response was? If I get to appoint two or three Supreme Court justices, right, and he hit that nail on the head, right, he got three, he says, Roe v. Wade, the reversal of Roe v. Wade will happen automatically. And why did he, why did he, what did he mean by that? Well, because the types of, like you already said, the types of justices he chose rule, want to rule based on the Constitution and there is no constitutional right to abortion. There's none there. Exactly. None there. That's why it would happen automatically, and that's right. exactly what happened. And even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, you know, now that she's gone on, but, you know, she's deceased, but she was a real abortion proponent. She herself said that Roe was crumbling. She herself yeah, saw it. It wasn't well-reasoned. It wasn't no. well-reasoned. And it's not. It's not. And, and she herself, even though she was an abortion advocate, she said she saw the right handwriting on the wall that it would pretty soon fall. Well, Roe v. Wade is faulty constitutional reason because they, they invented a right that isn't there. Right. It's it's It also has faulty medical reasoning and historical reasoning. It's really a bad decision. And uh, not only bad in its consequences, 65 million babies that she wants to just ignore, but it's bad in its reasoning. Right. And it, okay, another lie Kamala said in her little speech there is that women are suffering because they can't get abortion. Sorry, Kamala, no. We know from Rachel's Vineyard and all the abortion recovery programs, which there are about two dozen of them out there that see women every single day for help from the damage abortions done to them. No. Yeah, what They're, about that suffering? Yeah, that's where women are suffering. They're suffering from having abortions, not from not being able to get one. Mm. So that's the other lie. Mm. And then finally, your freedom, your freedom. Oh my goodness, Kamala, people can, uh, still get abortions. In fact, they can kill their baby up to birth in the very state you come from. California and a whole bunch and of a others. A whole bunch of others. So, and like, the country's divided. Now. Divided. You want to get an abortion? Trust me, there's plenty of places you can kill your baby, both a surgical and chemical. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're most, ordering mail order chemical abortions all over the place. Yeah. So, she she went through lie after lie after lie. Well, yeah. And we're pointing this out, brothers and sisters, so that you, you have to have these conversations among the people you talk to so that you, they don't get swept up by the, the secular media, like, thank God for RSBN. They tell the truth, but mm -hmm. there's very few media outlets that do. You know, I want to address something else she said. Oh, they're, they're taking away your freedom, okay? Because 
The Democrats are going to focus on this, not only with their showcase uh, pretend debate about abortion. They're going to they're going to talk about this also in regard to everything else. They're going to paint, you know, President Trump and the Republican side of the equation as threats to democracy and freedom. Okay, let me ask you this. What's the worst? What what deprivation of freedom could possibly be worse than saying to a person, you're not a person? And I can snuff out your life. That's the deprivation. The deprivation of freedom here is what these abortion laws do to the unborn babies. Right. I mean, the laws permit abortion. Again, it's a contentious issue because you're talking about two lives at stake. Right. The babies, the mothers, how do their rights intersect? That's the abortion debate. What these people do to resolve the debate is they just make one of the two sides of that equation disappear. Right. Oh, never mind about the baby. They don't even but talk the point, about the baby. But the point is, well, that's actually a, a, a manifestation of the problem here that what about the freedom of that child? When does your, your, <coughs> when does your, your freedom for, for women that you want to champion, when does it begin? Right. Doesn't it begin when that woman's life begins? Well, you know what I always think of? I think of our dear friend and colleague, Dr. Alveda King, and what yeah. she used to say, that the unborn child is like a slave in, in, the, womb in the womb of the mother. Oh, because it's, it's 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 the master is the mother yeah. who decides if that baby can be born or not. So is that freedom? Is that where's, freedom? Where's freedom there? Where's the freedom? Now, now, again, if you want to take the two parts of the equation and just drop one out of existence, well, then it's easy to resolve the debate. Right. Nobody wants to interfere with women's health, women's rights, women's freedom. But but you got two pieces of the equation you got right. to consider. And, and, and that's what Alvita says. Where's the lawyer for the baby? That's another one of her phrases. Right? But to, go, to go back to Kamala, where she was blaming Trump for overturning Roe, and he's so proud of it. Yeah. First of all, President Trump, he put the justices on. But he had no idea what case might come before of them that would do the job. And you know what? I think your RSBN uh, audience needs to read this booklet that you wrote. Mm -hmm. If President says, you want to know more about how Roe really got overturned or overruled? We have this beautiful booklet. I... I'll send it to you free of charge. It's very short. Shoot yeah. me an email, orders at priestforlife.org. Tell them you want the Roe v. Wade overruled booklet. We'll send it to you as a gift. Our RSB owners. Again, send it to orders at priestforlife.org. You know, and, and, and this is one of the things, too, <laughs> that they misrepresent to people all the time as if the Dobbs decision, which overruled Roe, took away freedom. No, it actually restored freedom. It restored it. Explain to how that, how that works. Well, what it did was, in quote from the decision, it said, we are returning this this work of whether abortion, abortion is, issue abortion right. issue to the people and their elected representatives, both in the states and the federal government. Right. So that's where it, it is, and that's the so, contention. Right so now. it's returning the freedom returning. to the people. In other words, under Roe, if the people of a state or the people of wanted the nation to pass a wanted law, to protect the babies, it was struck down because of Roe. So now, so where's the freedom there? No, now there's freedom. Now just freedom. The freedom being that, hey, listen, if a state wants to, if the, if the people and their elected representatives, representatives want to protect unborn babies, right. the court is saying, here's what the court is saying in Dobbs. Very simple. We're not going to stand in your way. Right. You want to protect those babies? There's no constitutional reason for stopping you from doing that. Under Roe, that's exactly what was there. A right. constitutional, <laughs> fake constitutional basis or reason for, 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 for stopping them from doing that. Roe and, and Casey, which was another right. decision that reinforced Roe. So the point, though, is that the Dobbs decision actually 
is a restoration of the freedom of the people to decide on this issue. Because as we've seen, that freedom cuts both ways. If, if a state wants to even expand mm -hmm. the so-called freedom of abortion, then they can do that. And right. some have done that. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay, you want to go on an abortion tour. Our challenge is, talk about abortion, okay? Don't just pretend like you are. And secondly, say to the people, okay, well, you know, let's, we'll elect people to either pass the, we'll pass the kind of laws we want. In mm -hmm. that sense, it's legitimate to say, oh, yeah, is this an election issue? Uh, of course it is. But be honest about the, 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 what the landscape well, is. Well, they here. never will have an honest debate. Well, that's a, they, they, that, they, and, and you know, course, Mark Levin was re repeating the point that I always make. Uh, the other day, he was saying on his program, he says, we have to have an honest debate about abortion in this country. We have to challenge Democrats to show us the procedure. That's what we're saying every we day. We say all the time. And, and, <laughs> and you know, so brothers and sisters, he's, he's you can right. tell people to go to look at abortion.org yeah. and you'll see what an abortion is. But we have some good news here you know, in the pro-life movement for President Trump, don't we? Yes. President Trump, I endorsed him early on, um, but but just the, in the last couple of days, two of our friends, our friends, our key pro life groups endorsed him. Uh, one, our, our friend Troy Newman, right. Operation Rescue. Right. Uh, right. Troy uh, endorsed President Trump. Uh, his organization did. And, and in then, doing so, you know what he said. He said President Trump was the most pro-life president in our nation's history, yes. and he listed in his endorsement all the president's accomplishments. Oh, let me read Troy Newman's quote. And some of our friends, I'm sure, that are watching know about Operation Rescue. For those who don't, you know, they do a lot of, of research about what these abortion facilities are, are doing around the country. Uh, a lot of lawsuits against them because right. they're very <laughs> sloppy and, and a lot of malpractice going on, and they expose a lot of this stuff that's happening. But here's Troy's words. President Trump has earned our support. His strong pro-life record speaks for itself. We must now work together in unity to halt the radical abortion expansion agenda of the corrupt Biden-Harris regime, which we just saw an right. example of, which threatens to encode abortion on demand throughout all nine months of pregnancy and force it upon every state as the supreme law of the land. As our 47th president, Trump will collaborate with us to end the inhumane and barbaric practice of abortion. So. But then the other group that just endorsed them, National Right to Life. Mm -hmm. So here you have one of the most, um, well, well we, we could say one of the founding political, group. Political yeah. organization. Uh, uh, political Pro legislative, political. yes. Yeah. Um, 50 chapters all across the country. Um, and in National Right to Life, President Carol Tobias said this. National Right to Life is pleased to endorse Donald J. Trump for president. In his first term, President Trump demonstrated extraordinary leadership and delivered historic results on behalf of vulnerable unborn children and their mothers. Thanks to President Trump, the American people and their elected representatives mm -hmm. on the state and federal levels, he's getting it just right here, Oh yes. now have greater authority to determine abortion policy and pass meaningful protections for the unborn and their mothers. So we were just saying this exact thing, right? right? It, Dobbs has increased our freedoms. President Trump right. has increased our freedom. In fact, if you look at it, all his policies are geared towards increasing the freedom of oh, yeah. citizens and families. But um, this is significant. Okay. So, so we've got these major right to life groups um, supporting President Trump. And, uh, you know, he, um, I think he's just on the right track on this issue in the sense that he's saying, don't run away from it. You know, so some people, 
some people, some pro-life people wonder, you know, is he strong enough on, on, on pro-life? He's saying, American people, let's hammer it out. I don't expect President, let me say something about this. I don't expect President Trump to give my pro-life speeches. No. Right? You don't expect him to give yours. No. Because we've been, because he's got his no, job you know to do. He's got his job to do as I president. I expect if Congress has a pro-life bill That's right. passed That's right. and puts it on his desk, I expect President Trump to and sign he will. it to Lord. And, and I have every confidence that he will. That's all I you know, need to worry And that's about. why you know some people say, oh, well, uh, you know, you, you support this legislation, that legislation. You know, it, it, it's we don't know what kind of Congress we're going to have in 2025. Hopefully we'll have a strong pro-life Congress. Hopefully, Republicans will take back the Senate, increase their majority the in the House. Right. You know, this is what we're working for right now. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. And, and, and so, you know, it seems to make more sense you do figure out what kind of legislation there's going to be, you know, when, when you've right. got the Congress <laughs> sitting in front of you and you say, okay. Well, I'm very confident, just like President Trump did in his first administration and did with executive orders as much as he could do, he'll do it again. Yeah, I think you know? so. Well, and some of those things... Mexico City policy. And he increased it. He didn't just sign it. That, and that, he, he enhanced that protects it. our tax dollars from paying for abortion overseas, right? Mm-hmm. He 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 expanded so that it goes all across all the government, uh, rather than just certain agencies or certain programs. Um, Title Ten, he de- deprived Planned Parenthood of of, of like sixty million dollars because Title Ten wasn't being properly enforced. It's already on the books that that money's not supposed to go for abortion, right. but it, it was. It, it's a matter of enforcement. It's a matter of drawing the lines clearly. Right. And uh, he'll go back to that. And, you know, all these very, and of course, the, the appointment of more pro-life judges too. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, these are important developments. And uh, friends, we want to uh, go back into prayer here because we've got a lot to pray for here. Um, but especially, let, let's we'll pray against this this abortion tour. I mean, this is just so sick. And uh, <sighs> again, you know the reason why they're doing it. Oh, don't know, don't we don't want people talking about, you know, the open border. We don't want people talking about all these uh, these illegal immigrants rushing going into our cities. They don't want the people no. talking about these these disasters. They want them talking about this other topic of abortion. Um, let's and there's and they're trying to scare women. That's what they're trying. That's to right. Do. It's a scare. Fear it's a scare tour. Fear mongering. Scare tour. Let's pray. Father, thank you for. Uh, for the- founding fathers laid out the principles that they declared that we have a right to life and that that is the first right that we have and that that is given to us by the creator and that government exists to secure it. Lord, this is at the heart, the very foundation of government. Enable our fellow citizens to rediscover this truth. Lord, we pray for the pastors of America, enable them to preach this truth. Let them not be afraid of this abortion issue and and of defending the most vulnerable. Your word commands us to do that. Father, we pray as we were discussing here all the, the moms and the dads and the grandparents and the siblings who are wounded by abortion. Kills a baby, but then it also wounds all these other people. Lord, we want to pray mercy and healing for them right now. Right now, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit and, and, and bless these people, our brothers and sisters who suffer so much from the, the wounds of abortion. Bless us now, Lord, and bless the greatness of America. Give wisdom 
give wisdom to our, our pro-life groups that have endorsed President Trump and give wisdom to the others to have the, the courage to move in that same direction uh, and of not being afraid to re-elect the most pro-life president in our history. And Lord, bless us with now uh, all our intentions that we bring before you, those that have been mentioned in the comments or those that are in our in our hearts. We sum them all up in offering the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, it's so great that you're on with our audience tonight, Janet. Right. It's, it's a great, we love our uh, Praying for America audience. And That's right. Thanks for joining us and giving your insights. My uh, pleasure. And thank you for joining us, friends. Uh, always connect with us on social media. Uh, mine is at Fr Frank Pavone. Of course, you're on social media too. I am at Janet Morana. Janet Morana. <laughs> follow her. Follow her. She has programs too on our broadcast network, endabortion.tv. We are grateful for your uh, participation. Let others know about this program, and we'll be back with you again tomorrow. This is Father Dennis Wild, pastoral associate of Priests for Life. Been in the organization for 25 years. And it's marvelous because I want to tell you today about financial support for one of our most effective pro-life ministries in the world. Priests for Life has been leading the fight against abortion for decades. We are led by a strong and varied team of pro-life activists and experts in mobilizing churches, electing pro-life candidates, leading prayer efforts, publishing and broadcasting, healing the wounds of abortion, uniting pro-life leaders in strategy, meetings, defending life in the international arena. All of this, Priest for Life does not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have very high evaluations among charities and top security on our donation site, prolifegift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. That's 321-500-1000. God bless you. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.